Hi, Greg. Hello. Hello. What you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking a Bloody Mary. Ooh, a Bloody Mary. I don't know if it's a good idea or not. Why? Uh, I don't know. Hungover. Mm. Which I'm not going to complain about. People who complain about being hungover. And look, you did it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times it it seems like it's just a way for them to brag that they've been drinking. Oh, yeah. I regret it. And there's nothing cool about the amount I drank last night. Yeah. So no, there's nothing to brag about. <laughs> hey, I escaped my reality more than you could even imagine. More than you could even imagine. Ugh. I'm way too old for this. Booze is for the birds. But you're drinking right now? Well, it's one of those things. <laughs> Will it offset the bad feelings of the hangover? A hair of the dog, I guess, that you claim that that's only only applies to the morning. Yeah, so we're recording this in the early evening, and it seems way too late to be having the Bloody Mary as a way to fix a hangover. But, I mean... What it you know whatever if it works then it'll work and then you'll be good. I don't know if it works. I don't know if it's a good idea. At first, <laughs> the first couple of sips, it seemed like it was working, and then uh, now my body temperature is shot up and I feel flush. Mm. Maybe it's the spicy nature of your Bloody Mary. It could be that. It's all ridiculous. Yeah. Maybe you just gotta relax. Just lean into it. Ugh. Stop beating yourself up for drinking too much and just accept that you had a night and it's fine. And now you're feeling the effects of that. But that doesn't mean uh, that doesn't mean you need to place any judgment on it. You had a fun thing at a time. Whatever. You indulged. It just seems like the dumbest thing in the world to do this to yourself. Hmm. I know people do it all the time. I know these are not new ideas just for me. Thinking why? Yeah. Anyway, okay. Okay. I said I wasn't going to come. I'm not complaining. Yeah, yeah. I'm just stating. Kind of sound like you're complaining. No, I'm stating. Yeah. What's the difference? Complaining. Oh, I feel so bad. Yeah. It's whiny complaining. <laughs> so. Okay. So I'll just drink this thing and we'll get through this show and uh, I'll, I'll try to do my best. <laughs> okay. And that's the approach, I guess. Let's do it. Okay. Let me take another sip. Okay. Is it working? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> probably is not a good idea. <clears throat> I think yeah. it, it, it worked a little, but who knows? I just want this day to be over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, like I said, I think if you just relaxed about your night then maybe you wouldn't feel so hungover. You know, you would just accept what you did and not put any judgment on it. And then you'd only feel slightly bad in the morning or the rest of this day. Instead of like, I'm a piece of shit and I don't feel good. And the fact that I feel like a piece of shit is making me not feel good. I deserve it. That's why that happens. You don't deserve anything. I deserve this pain. I deserve the pain. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. Autumn, it is your week for the topic, so throw it out there. 
I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm not going to do a big preamble. I'm not going to tie anything in to why I chose this topic. I'll or... do that after you introduce it. <laughs> no, see, my joke was that I was going to say I'm not going to give a long preamble, but then do a lot of talking before I throw it out. Oh, I see. Yeah. Anyway, the topic is childhood toys. Yeah, childhood toys. We did a movie of childhood episode. And this what? Was, it was a weird way to phrase it. <laughs> Are you from Russia? Uh <laughs> We're, we're diving back into to nostalgia, I guess. Yeah. It's a type of, I feel like you want to escape. Uh, you want to escape all the troubles of the world and just go back to a safe time and uh, talk about toys when life was fun and not scary. And nostalgia in itself should be a whole topic and how a lot of people like to live in it. Oh, yeah. Nostalgia. We could really get into nostalgia because especially right now, people are having like instant nostalgia with Throwback Thursday and whatever other things they do. Or even like on Facebook where it was like your memories, you know, from one year ago. You're like, oh, look at that. That's not enough time has passed to really have true nostalgia. But anyway, um, let's all escape together and remember childhood toys that we haven't thought about. Let's not face anything. Let's avoid. No, and, I will face. No, 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 no. And bring up uh, glow worms. <laughs> I am not avoiding in my personal life. I know. But on this show, we <laughs> get into deep topics and we can sort of brush up against what's happening now with other topics that we may come up with that might be more heady. You I know? get it. You just want to have a nice show. I want to have a, a little nice time. And I don't want to get to. Uh... And talk about glow worms. <laughs> yes. Your, Did you have a glowworm? No. No. I had a glowworm. I wanted it to be the like cubby that I slept with at night, but it wasn't. Well, I had a hard plastic face, right? So yeah. it wasn't a good creature to sleep with. And how did how did you make the glowworm glow? Didn't you have to like squeeze something in its body? Yeah. Yeah. And then it lit up. Mhm. And it always looks What is a glowworm? It's a Worm that glows. Have I, have you seen a glow worm? Look it up. IRL. I should have done the research, but a glow worm just kind of popped into my head. Yeah. Well, it's a good one. Glow worm, actual insect. Yeah. Um. Maybe they don't live around. Who knows? Yeah. Look. Look at this thing. Oh well. Is it a? Is it a lightning bug? <gasps> Do you say lightning bug or? Firefly. Firefly. I think I say lightning bug. Yeah. Um, yeah, glowworm is a... It's larva form females that glow through bioluminescence. Ew. Include the European common glowworm. Okay, anyway. It's a strain... And it didn't have a cartoon or anything associated with it, right? It was just somebody came up with this idea and said, we're going to make a toy called a glowworm. Yeah, it's a protector at night. When yeah, I'm scared. It's dark. Worm, light your face up. Mm-hmm. And scare the monsters away because they don't like light. Because they're like termites. I guess monsters and termites are related. Well, speaking of monsters, uh, I want to get into later. Like, what was what? What are some of the first things you think of when you think of your childhood toys? But speaking of monsters, remember that monster thing that had the handcuffs and you, they'd break, they'd break apart and. He, I don't, I think that's all he did was that he had orange handcuffs and he would, uh, written the whole, there was like a commercial for it where he was being a monster, but it was a cartoon version. He'd throw his hands apart and he'd break the handcuffs. 
I never understood that toy even as a kid. Do you remember that thing? My uh, pet monster? Yes, I'm looking at it right now. This my pet monster. Yeah. No, I don't remember that. It's also a plush toy. Uh, so I mean, it's on. It's kind of close to the glowworm, which was half plush. Yeah. Stuffed animals. I was never really into. Oh no. I think I had some, mm-hmm. and they were on my bed until I was way too old. <laughs> like my bed would be made, and then the the stuffed animals would be put on the bed. But I never at night. I didn't sleep with anything. You had, you had a blanket. Early on, until it was taken away from me after I went to the barber and was scared that the barber was going to cut off my ear and threw a fit, and uh, we went home and my dad took the blanket away. <gasps> that is heartbreaking. He hid it. I was three, I guess, and I uh, never asked for it again. They said he didn't throw it away. He took it and hid it, and they said I never asked for it. And apparently, that has set the tone for my whole life. Yeah, you I didn't f- ask for the things you needed. I feel as though the the comfort things oh. in my life will be taken away, but I'm not going to ask for them. That's you, so you sad. Think, you think I'm going to come begging? I don't need you and your comfort. You get out of here with that. Mm-hmm. So there you go. No, wow. I, I had a blanket. Then I didn't have a blanket. And the stuffed animals on the bed at night, they would I would just like throw them to the ground. <laughs> I didn't cuddle with anything. No, no, man. I don't see the point of stuffed animals. I just I feel like they're uh, disposable. We just keep collecting them. I know that if you have one favorite one, yeah, that you hold on to, and that becomes the the thing, and then it's threadbare, and you're fifty six, and you still have it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh look, how I still have this. Look, I can understand and appreciate holding on to things for a long time. Yeah, that's I. Th- that's me. Hello, you're talking. You're talking about me. I have uh my my whoopee, which is snuffles. And he's been, you know, stitched up and he's missing fur. And he was, he was a, a gunned bear, which is a brand of teddy bears. And <clears throat> it's interesting to see what he looks like, what he's supposed to look like and what he looks like now, because he's just this like squished version of a, of this bear. But anyway, um, he's like an old set of steps where the, uh, oh yeah, they've been rounded on the edge because so many feet. Yeah, you're more likely to slip down those stairs because the the carpet is so threadbare. Yeah. Um so he was actually my second wooby. My first wooby was Beggar Kitty, which was this like cat, it looked like a bear, but cuz it it looks like it's a kitten begging for food, I guess. And um that was my main wooby. I loved Beggar Kitty. And we went on vacation uh to the beach and uh, I remember the morning we left that Beggar Kitty was on the floor next to the bed. And then um, we're next thing I know, like we're driving home and I'm going to take a nap in the back seat and I'm asking for Beggar Kitty. And I remember my parents looking at each other saying, did you pack Beggar Kitty? I didn't pack Beggar Kitty. Did you see Beggar? And then it was over and she was gone. Missing. Missing. Gone forever. And my mom said that I... I mourned the loss of Beggar Kitty. There would be like months and months that would go by and I would cry at night like, I want Beggar Kitty. And I still like, I held on to that sort of sadness and anger at them for a long time into my adulthood that why didn't they turn around? We couldn't have been that far away, you know? And maybe they just didn't realize what it meant or whatever. But yeah, I I was really, it sounds so stupid now. (laughs) I was I was really upset that they didn't go back for it. Now, when you're a kid, you can get, you get attached to something that you carry around. There's a comfort item, yeah, or or a few. So I can understand why you would be upset. 
Not everyone's an alien like me, not asking for the blanket when it's taken away. Yeah. Because the barber, he seemed careless to me and my young age. And I knew Well, you're three. You're not supposed to be rational about what's scary and what's not. I knew the scissors were going to slip and my ear was going to be cut off. Yeah. So I got the hell out of there. I refused to say it's the thing is wriggling around mm-hmm. probably would <laughs> led to more danger than you know right. sitting there and actually getting your hair cut the way you're supposed to get it cut. But you know, having a stuffed animal that you like, I'm not judging that. I'm just judging the constant collection of stuffed animals. I don't know why. And they do seem as a parent, they do seem to sort of accumulate. They just start appearing more and more of them in your it house. It shows, and I'm not judging kids who want more, because as a kid, if you can just get another stuffed animal, sure, why not, I guess. But uh, some people, not a lot, so this doesn't apply to many people. I think it carries over into collections mm, later. Beanie babies? Yeah, that was, a, that was a thing. But there was some created value tied to those in the scarcity and... <laughs> I've got the special one and I have the full collection. So that ties more into, you know, people who like to collect. Yeah. I need to have every piece of the collection. But I mean, it goes to show, though, with kids, I feel as though stuffed animals don't even mean anything to them because they'll just get another one. And then whatever one they got three weeks ago, they don't even think about probably again. It's probably at the bottom of a closet somewhere. Yeah. But kids are funny where they they, you know, put things aside and then rediscover them and it's usually when you're about to throw something away then all of a sudden they find it and start playing with it or start doing something or sleeping with it or whatever and all of a sudden this thing that hasn't been touched in months (laughs) is something you have to keep and that happens sometimes at the bottom of the like the cubby bin you know all of a sudden something's being played with so it's hard to get rid of stuff you don't you never know what they're gonna want yeah, I think about the number of toys kids actually have in general. In the 80s, Ugh. there were, I I had probably more than I needed, but I had less than a lot of kids in my neighborhood. Mm. And a lot of that's tied to commercials. As soon as TV was started advertising things and you got to see uh, toys all over the place, mm-hmm. then you know some parents like, okay, I'll get that. Like There was a kid in my neighborhood, every Ninja Turtle that came out, action figure, every auxiliary and accessory, and it's like unbelievable. <clears throat> and... Yeah, we play with them sometimes, but that was just one of the things. And then he had all these other toys. He had the biggest bedroom I'd ever seen. It was, uh, it wasn't in the house. wasn't even a bedroom. It was just a room that I, I don't know what you would call it. It was like a very large room upstairs. Hmm. Um, maybe it had been built out. But maybe it, like a playroom, but it ended up being his bedroom. Yeah, to house all these toys. Yeah. And then now I think it's gross that there are kids uh, online who just open toys. And they get millions of dollars for opening toys and all these other kids watch it. And then they want those toys and they see toys, toys, toys and give me more toys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think back to even being a kid, we we're talking about our favorite toys, I guess. But I don't I don't even remember being that much into toys. No, no, there's not that. I mean, I liked video games. Yeah, I liked this weird VTech smart start computer that uh, had these books that you would buy and it. The computer was really just a, like a, a readout. Yeah. A display. It wasn't any kind of complex screen that showed. Yeah. You know, as you think of a computer screen or a, a screen or even a TV screen these days. But uh, you would 
start up the computer and then whatever book you had, you put some code in. So cool. it knew what book you had. Yeah. And then it was like a teaching thing. You had There was quizzes and I enjoyed that. You would input your answer. I've never heard of that. I mean, I know what a VTech stuff is now, but I didn't know it was around when we were kids. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I spent a lot of time with that. I enjoyed this thing called a talk and play, which is different <gasps> than a see and say or what's the spinning thing? Speak and spell. Yeah. Whatever those things are. I loved. I had a speak and spell. I loved the voice. Yeah, but I didn't uh, really enjoy those. No? Why not? I don't know. I, Kyle says, Muh. Oh, that's different. Oh. The what's, spin thing where you pull the- What's that one called? Anyway, <laughs> I don't, there's too many of them. This talk and play thing was pretty much just a tape recorder. Well, it played cassettes. Okay. And books. And, you know, there were different licenses. Did it have like a pen and you could put it on the word and it would know what the word was? No, it wasn't that complex. Okay. This was just, you know, they had licensing agreements with companies like Disney. So you could get the Jungle Book. Right. And then you put the cassette in and you would read the book, follow along at a young age. And I guess maybe it helped with reading. Sure. Uh, they had that in record form. Yeah. Yeah. Like I had the Jungle Book record with the book inside it, inside the record jacket thing. Yeah. Those things, you know, this was just a version an iteration of that yeah which then it had like a compartment where you could store the books and cassettes and it had some colored buttons like red green blue this is a fancy toy well i mean it was really just a glorified tape recorder because <laughs> i you could record there was a microphone and my favorite thing was just taking this whistle that i had like a referee's whistle uh -huh. and screaming into it and blowing a whistle into it and then playing it back and listening that was what you like to do yeah that was that was what were you getting out of that i don't know I think I, I probably just thought it was a, the coolest thing in the world that I can say this and then it can be played back. And now we record this podcast and I never listen to any of them. I don't, <laughs> I don't listen to myself back at all. Well, if to be fair, you weren't talking into the microphone thing. You were blowing a whistle. So maybe if you were doing some sort of sound into it, maybe you'd listen back to this podcast. How annoying was that? Maybe that was my rebellion for the blanket. I was like, I'm not going to ask for it, but I'm going to annoy the hell out of you Aww. to my parents. Get ready for this. I'm screaming all night <laughs> into this talk and play. Here, I want to play this speak and spell. Which which one is this? Was this the flat thing that was like orange with yeah. the handle? Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's comfort in that. Or those early voices that yeah. appear. Yeah. <laughs> and, and those noises that doo 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 doo. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Mm -hmm. That just, uh, you know, that, that it's not something I think about, but the memory of that sound lives somewhere in my brain. For sure. And now here it is again. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you for taking me to a time back when, you know, I wasn't hungover. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> um, I had, okay, for some reason, almost like one of those, um, like Warshak. Is it Rorschach or Warshak? Rorschach. Rorschach test. Worcestershire tech. Warshak test. Um, like the first thing that comes to mind when I think of childhood toys is one was a uh is my teddy ruxpin 
I loved my creepiest fuck. I loved the music that would play. I loved him talking. I loved his mouth. I loved the commercials for it. Um, I loved the story. I don't know. There was something about the Teddy Ruxpin I found very magical. Yeah, I mean to have the bear move. <clears throat> look at its eyes moving jerkily. Yeah, well, no, I he am, didn't go back and forth. It was just I, I it was just blinking, blink, right? Blinking, and my mouth moves at the. There was just something about his voice. I just really found his voice comforting. Um, but yeah, oh, and my friend Anna had the companion to Teddy Ruxpin, which was what was he? There was yeah, there was a weird creature. Yeah, it was like a like a, a a caterpillar or something. Yeah, and then there was a big bird one that came later on. That's the one I actually got. Oh, really? And it was fine. I well, my fr- my friend Anna had the caterpillar or whatever it was companion, and for some reason she would never let us play with it. She well, I get that. Yeah. You want to talk about you know our childhood toys? I would. I didn't want people touching my toys. So mm-hmm. I didn't trust them. They break them or they ruin them, or they would use them incorrectly. <laughs> incorrectly yeah whatever i you know i i did not like people coming over to my house when i was a kid i would go down the street <sighs> yeah to the spoiled kid's house right with his playroom play all with all his toys throw them around not give a shit then go home and like oh my stuff is still safe <laughs> get out of here i didn't mind people playing with my stuff i don't think i did no i don't think i did um i did a lot of weird Stuff with my Barbies. Like what? Like I made them Sexual. kiss. Yeah. I made them kiss. Nothing like actually having sex, but they were, my Barbies were horny for each other. <laughs> <laughs> and I made like a shoebox bed for them. And I put like Ken and Barbie in there. And I remember um, my cousin who's older coming over and I was showing her my Barbies and she thought that that was really weird. And it was like the first time that I realized, oh, this might be weird. <laughs> I know. It, maybe. I My sisters had Barbies. Mm-hmm. And uh, they would take them in the tub. And then sometimes I would take a bath and there'd be like naked Barbies mm-hmm. nearby. And yeah. Then, like, ooh. Yeah. Did you think about their bodies in any weird? I mean, you're little, so you don't know what you're thinking. Yeah, Are you I just didn't interested un- in it? Yeah. I didn't really understand. Yeah. Uh, what was going on? Why? But mm-hmm. like, oh, these naked dolls are here, and look at their figures. Yeah. So yeah, my Barbies never actually did anything sexual. Like I didn't know to like put Barbie's hand on Ken's nub, <laughs> like his plastic bulge. <laughs> Nothing like that. But just like smushing their faces and kissing, and maybe like her. You know, Barbie has like a great shaped hand. And so maybe like you'd fix her hand up on somebody's face and it looks really good. Like weird things. Caressing like a face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. It's where you uh, formed all your sexual desires. I guess. You created them yourself through uh, naked Barbie dolls. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked up the voice actor of Teddy Ruxpin, <gasps> by the way. Who is Just it? Just this guy, Phil Barron. Uh, he was the voice actor on all the tapes and on the TV show. Nice. But then he left the entertainment industry in the 90s to become a cantor, which is like someone who's associated with writing music for synagogues in the Jewish faith. Wow. Okay. He, well, did he do anything else? Any other voice work besides Teddy Ruxman? Um, I mean, I could look him up. Will Ryan, this guy, Will Ryan, voiced Grubby. That's the one you're talking oh, about. Oh, okay. Uh, 
Yeah, Philip Harry Barron. Let's see what else he worked on. It doesn't seem like there's hmm. much. The Adventures. Eh, he was uh, a puppeteer, a songwriter. He voiced Piglet in Disney Channel live action puppet television series. Welcome to Pooh Corner. Okay. And then- I can never get over the word Pooh. And it being like P-O-O. Poo. But it's P-O-O-H. I know. But it's when you're saying it and speaking it, it's the same word as poo. Sure. So whenever you, somebody, when it's welcome to poo corner, I just think of a pile <laughs> of poop in a corner. That was, <laughs> not, that was another thing I wasn't in. You're right. I just, I just always found Winnie the Pooh to be boring. Oh, I loved that movie, though, from the fifth, sixth, 70s, 60s. <laughs> I, I never saw it. What? The one where he gets stuck in the in like rabbit's hole thing and then he he's like, I am a little black rain clown. Nope. No? Oh, it's nope. really good. I didn't see it. It has great animation. It has the same type of animation as um the Disney's Robin Hood and like Fox and the Hound, Jungle Book, that kind of animation that really appeals to me. Even as a kid? Yes. See, yeah. as a kid, I don't think I thought about that stuff. Now I could go back and appreciate it more. But as a kid, how much are you really appreciating the animation? I guess I wasn't, but I just, I liked, there was like a similarity to those that I liked. Well, I'm, yeah, that, I'm sure there's Yeah, you know, like when it changed eventually when it was like Aladdin and Disney changed their animation style. Yeah, I'm sure there was something that appealed to you. Yeah. That uh, you saw. Um, yeah, I realize I'm saying, yeah, I didn't like that thing. <laughs> I didn't like this. <laughs> I enjoyed things as a kid. Okay. What did you enjoy? What was your favorite toy? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't remember having a favorite toy. Was it Don't Break the Ice? No. That that board game? It wasn't a board game. I don't know what those games are called. Those ones like that don't involve a board. It's still, I mean, I think it's still a broader category. Sure. Technically, it's not a board game. Yeah. Uh, No. I Board games weren't something I was ever really into. Candyland? You never played Candyland? Well, I played, with your, I, I played, you, ever, you ever cheat with your parents on candy, at playing Candyland? I don't. I didn't cheat, but I think at some point you realize that they're letting you win. Oh, okay. You're like, oh, wow. Maybe you've been letting me win this whole time. Yeah, I got to gumdrop Fairyland or whatever. No, that Candyland board, and I know it's been updated, but yeah. whatever, and it was probably updated when we played it mm-hmm. from the other versions. But uh, yeah, if we found that board, all those il- illustrations on it, like, yeah. like, oh, yeah, that and that and yeah. that. Yeah. It's neat what you remember. Like, it's just living in your brain space, you know, and then it's reactivated when you see it. Because right now, I don't think that I could describe hardly anything on that board. But if you show it to me, I'm going to know every inch of it, you know? Yeah. Um. It's yeah, like I sitting, can't remember anything what other, what other memories are just sitting dormant in your brain and just need to be sparked? You know? These are the ones they are all going to come flooding out right <gasps> before you die. Yes. You're right. It's just a release of all of this. Yeah. You're right. That's exactly right. Um, another. So when I was talking about the, the two toys that come to mind first for some reason, like I said, is the Teddy Ruxpin. And then I also had this um, Play-Doh... A flower basket thing that came with okay so it's a it has these little compartments inside these like flower little designs and 
you put like the ball of dough into each one and you can like mix the colors. So it makes these flowers different, like the petals, different colors. And you pull the handle one direction and it smushes the clay through the holes and it makes these like flower designs. And I remember, I remember seeing the commercials for it. A tisk, get a task, get a flower, making basket, something, something. And, uh, and then I don't know why I got it. Maybe it was for Christmas or something, but I, loved it and the dough smelled different than other play-doh it was like floral scented loved it yeah play-doh was uh i think that was the best part of it opening a new jar of play-doh oh yeah it's still very it's exactly the same and still very satisfying but even with play-doh it's like okay it's a, i don't know i guess i know that i played with things i'm trying to think back now i mean I liked Ghostbusters, and I had some Ghostbusters action figures, but... Yeah, did you play with them as, like, G.I. Joes and stuff? Some. I was more interested, like, we got this shoulder-mounted video camera. Oh, yeah, like a VHS I would run around with that, and I liked doing that, and I feel like I did play outside a lot, which is strange, because now I don't want to go outside at all. (laughs) But I feel like I was constantly outside. Yeah. And sure, there were some toys, but it was like a bike... Or when I was a kid, I guess there was that Fisher Price bubble lawnmower. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I push that thing around. <clears throat> I seem to enjoy that. I also think we got it from service merchandise. Oh, I think that that's where we got Mario 3 service. the day that it came out. Yeah. And Wasn't that thing where it was like it came down a conveyor belt? Yeah. Thing? Yes. I think we. that's where. And I, I brought the um, the. Uh, insert for mario 3 on the bus the next day because people weren't didn't believe me that we had pre-ordered it and that we were getting it on the day of the release see those were things i was really excited about video games super mario 3 uh which i think was what was that uh movie yes the the wizard the wizard yes just Uh, wizard is that what yeah yeah like the kid who didn't speak but was good at video games yeah and he showed you the secret a uh, cheat on Mario three on those white cubes. Where yeah, you, how would he even know that? But sure, because nobody had played that. Fred game. Savage was in it. Yes, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Super Mario three coming out because I s- loved Super Mario Brothers. Did you love two? I love two. Um, I mean, two was just as we talked about in our video games mm-hmm. episode so long ago was because the real Super Mario Brothers two was like the first one. Except Nintendo of America said it's too hard for Americans. Yeah. And then so the Japanese uh, got that version. And then they had to scramble and create a different version here. And they just took that game Doki Doki Panic. And changed. <laughs> Forget. They changed the characters out with Super Mario Brothers characters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's an anomaly. It's a strange. It's like it doesn't fit the style of play of the other games. and uh, It's my favorite one, I think. I do think, I mean, they even at the end, it was all a dream. Yeah, the ending kind of sucks. I never go to the end of video games anyway. You know what? With video games and me, it really is like reading a book. I will enjoy and love a book and I just won't finish it. And it's the same way with a video game. I'm just not really interested in finishing. I just want to play. See, that's what I liked. I liked uh, books. I was some loser kid who liked books. Yeah. Just kidding. I didn't feel like a loser. I didn't think kids who read were losers. No, but I would love to go into the library and getting books mm-hmm. and video games getting through. And if the end was disappointing, it's like, oh, wow, all that work for that. Mm-hmm. 
I just felt like some work and effort should be put in for a little bit of a reward. If you if you put in the time, I know, but struggled for, for all the struggling and the time you're putting in. I mean, what really can a video game give you? I mean, sure, if it's something where the story is loose to begin with, yeah, there's a storyline in Super Mario Brothers. I like, gotta say, this the princess. isn't the princess you're looking for. No, Your princess is another castle. The storytelling obviously has evolved in video games, but um, even something in like I remember Sonic the Hedgehog two was coming out. Mm-hmm. Is that the one where he has a friend? Tails. Tails. Yeah. Okay. And I was just I could not wait. I was waiting and waiting, and then you know it came out I think around Christmas, so then it was going to be a Christmas present because I wanted to buy it. I don't know how I would have gotten enough money at that age to buy it, but I was scheming. And so I was just told that I was going to get it for Christmas. Oh, okay. Which it was still very exciting. Like I know the idea is like, oh, you don't know what you're going to get and you can open it. It's like I, that made it worse because. I'd just be like, yo, just give it to me now and I'll get one less Christmas present. Oh, no, 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 no. I had to wait. But that made that wait ultimately once it came. That's annoying. I wouldn't make you wait. If it's Why? like, all right, he's old enough to try to, to be trying to purchase this on his own. And I know that I'm getting it for him for Christmas. I'll just give it to him now and he'll just get one less Christmas present. Big deal. No, I think waiting. What's the point of Christmas? Is it to make you wait and like you're going to get it on my schedule, Christmas schedule? Whatever. Or just like it's a gift. It's just an give excitement it and anticipation. That's what all that's what Christmas was. The whole thing. Yeah, but that's for stuff that you don't know you're getting. No, it's for anything. That was the, it's like I'm waiting for Christmas. Ah, oh, make Christmas day amazing. Yes, I know, but there would be. A, it's not like that's that was the only thing you were getting. I didn't care about the other stuff. Right, you cared about the thing that they already had hidden in your house. They should have just given it to you. I don't think so. I disagree. I okay. mean, at the time, that age, I feel like that was fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I would have agreed with you then. Mm-hmm. But well, I'm glad I, uh, me and ten year old Greg are friends. <laughs> I just went and played that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there was things I got excited about. Okay. Uh, it wasn't all like. Uh, oh, I had a spirograph that I absolutely loved. I loved it because we would take it in the car, you know, and you could on long road trips. It'd be like one of the things in the basket to sort of play with. You're like, oh, the spirograph. Yeah. I had a spirograph that I, I remember getting some enjoyment out of. Mm-hmm. Also some other. That weird football shape one that was really hard to control. Yeah. But you, if you could master it, then uh-huh. you could get some good shapes in there. Really good shapes. Um, Sweet shapes. There were, you know, other building sets. This weird thing called Bone Age, which was dinosaur bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could build a traditional T-Rex. <gasps> oh, this sounds familiar. But then, like, there was different designs that you could build. And yeah. they became these weird forts that were built <laughs> out of the dinosaur bones. <laughs> And okay. I think there were also cavemen that came along with it, uh-huh. which even at that age, I'd learned that cavemen didn't exist. Oh, my God. Do you remember that? Um, I'm sorry. I don't want to go too far away from it. But do you remember those kits or like those? I don't know what it was where you, you could. You could make like a figure. You could make something. It was like a sciencey set. It was like a, you know, it's alive type commercial. And it was like something being dipped in goo and then something coming out of it. No, it's not ringing. All right. I don't know why this is. Again, it's just something's flickering in my brain is trying to send me the message. Well, when you die, it'll all come out. This was Bone Age. I remember this. 
And I promise I haven't watched this commercial yet. Okay. But I remember they refer to the uh, Triceratops as something other than the Triceratops. And it used to drive me crazy. I hated it. The power. Hear the roar. Bone age. Where cavemen fight in dinosaurs. Where T-Rex meets Tritops in Earth. Tritops. Tritops. Convert to battle wagon. T-Rex. Convert to fly. Bone age. Assemble monsters never seen before. From the bones of these mighty dinosaurs. T-Rex and Tritops, each sold separately with a cane. I hate, why Tritops? Weird. Why are they calling it Tritops? Why in the world would they say that? I don't know. I I don't. Is I, Triceratops licensed in some way <laughs> that they can't? Can, yeah, um, yeah, TM. But it was strange. In that commercial, you see the T-Rex turns into this flying fortress thing, mm-hmm. which wouldn't fly with heavy bones. Um. And then there are always always those sets that they played on that no kid actually played. Oh with the yeah, on. yeah, yeah. It's like this is actually looks like the land the dinosaurs lived in. Yeah, we think. But um, there was uh, on the side of my house that you know houses are always built on like different levels. So our neighbor's house was lower than ours, and there was this sort of like tiny little grassy valley where water would collect when it rained. And so there'd be this like little clear puddle of water with the grass. And I used to take my Barbies out there and they used to be like in the lagoon. And it was, and, <laughs> and I used to think about the commercials and be like, oh, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm looking like what things look like in the commercial. Yeah. A little set. I also had look my little this. ponies and stuff that I played with in the tub. Typically I was really into rainbow bright, especially the rainbow bright movie. With that black horse with the red like mane that would like when he talked like wop 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 it would move back. I was really into that. Uh, and strawberry shortcake a little bit. I was into a little bit of strawberry shortcake. You're running a gauntlet with these things. Yeah. Sorry, now my phone is not on silent. That's on. Tritops is texting you. Um. Call me Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I never got into, like I was saying earlier, this bone age thing, other things that you would build. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there were different types of sets where you could build things. Uh, Legos, though, I never liked Legos. Legos, when we were growing up, I think were really different. Now it's like you buy sets of Legos to build specific things, and then you can build things off of those Legos. But when we were kids, it was just like, here's a pile of Legos. Was it? Well, even in the sets these days, it seems as though... You get the set, maybe you build the thing that you're supposed to build with the set. Yeah. And then ultimately what everything gets thrown into one bin together. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we've got all these things. And I guess it's similar to the way I feel about Minecraft. <laughs> I know it's block it's blocky. Yeah. Uh and Legos to me were that. I know there were some rounded pieces, but I just I didn't like the stuff you could build with it. I found it to be very limiting. Hmm. So I wanted something else that was more flexible. <laughs> Which I don't really remember. There was a set. It wasn't Tinker Toys, but there was some other set of things that I had that you could build things with. With those, like with that wheel looking thing with all the holes in it. Yeah. Isn't that fall into the Tinker Toy? It might. Yeah, it might. Yeah. I, I didn't have stuff like that, really. So, I mean, yeah, Legos, though. I just have. I love Legos now. I get the kids to play. Like, let's play with these Legos. It's fun. You just like throw bricks together don't and all you? of a sudden you're making something. It's yeah. It, there's merit to that surely and you know creativity and putting a kid to test in that mm-hmm. realm but uh 
Don't yeah, you, Pete always makes trucks. Don't Go you ahead. just, even you, just keep constantly buying more? Aren't you just buying more and more and more Legos? Or this new set came out, I gotta get more. Le- when is, what's the limit with Legos? I don't know. When is the Lego buying stop? And there's not a great way to store them except for them to all just be in a pile in, of some sort. Yeah, it's gotta stop at some point. I know. When? All, all those sets, you couldn't even, uh, could you even find the pieces that you needed to build it again? Well, you, you don't get rid of the pieces. So, yeah, they they're just in thing. there. Oh, I know. And now the pieces are so small. I feel like there are hardly any. I feel like I have hard, I have a lot of Legos with these kids. And I don't feel like I have very many, like two by fours, you know, the two dots and then the four dots down. And those are fundamental lego blocks that you need i have lots of like little bitty ones and they're all like a lot of them are really flat and skinny it's annoying i want like classic i need i need to you know what i need to go to a garage sale where someone has died and they've had their grandkids grandkids (laughs) whatever they're storing some of their adult children's legos that they've had in their attic since their kids left the house i need to buy those old legos yeah, apparently whatever toys I did have that were being stored in the basement, my dad threw away recently. Oh. Which would have been He could nice. have brought them out for your, like your... My nephew? Nephews. Yeah. Nephew and... That's what my mom said, and it was too late. They were gone. <sighs> I think some of those bone age things were in there. Rats. So I've been getting some of my stuff back. So um, my kids have gotten into Care Bears, and um, forever I had this Care Bear, like set that was plastic and it folded in half and it it was a heart shape and it had this slide that attached to it and a cool swing and this like these cloud seats and stuff and these a bunch of little Care Bear figurines um, that I haven't touched in many 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 years and so now that they're watching Care Bears all of a sudden my Care Bear set came back out and now the kids are playing with that yeah whenever there's a tie-in still Mm -hmm. of some sort because I liked GoBots as a kid. The inferior product compared to Transformers. <laughs> yeah. GoBots. There was the ripoff. But I watched that cartoon. <gasps> oh. So for some reason, I was loyal. I was like, I don't want Transformers. I want the GoBots. Uh-huh. Like, there was that, yes, that was not the right choice out of the two. But then Transformers became that awful. Did film. GoBots have, uh, well, yeah, the, the movie. That changed everything. Just like the yeah. Lego movie, though, which I know those are good. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is like then they... Legos, I think that really thrust Lego back into popularity. It did, yeah. I remember when that when that was announced, like a Lego movie. Yeah, and it's, they were and they and was it they were able to include a bunch of things because Warner Brothers and Disney or something happened so that so that they could include all these Disney characters that they weren't allowed to do before. Was it Disney? I think so. Well, they have Batman, which is. Well, maybe uh, it's just Warner which Brothers. Which is DC, which is Warner Brothers. All right. Well, maybe it was like they got Warner Brothers involved and then they were able to use, yeah, all these other characters. And look, they did a good job writing a story mm-hmm. for that because it could have just been a cheap product tie-in. So I'm glad someone says like, no, 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 let's do this right. Let's do this well. Yeah, and it's funny. All the Lego movies are funny. I'm into it. And you still haven't seen the Batman one. No, I want to watch it. I think I watched half of it and then my kids were like, I don't want to I don't like the uh, real thoughtful dynamic here that says that Batman and Joker actually need each other and they're it's, uh, opposite sides of the same coin. And when Batman doesn't hate Joker anymore, it really bothers him because hate is still a feeling and right. apathy is a lack of feeling. And 
Wow. Boring. I know. Listen, they're not I, 10. I get it. <laughs> I know. I understand. Um, I like the model train set. My dad had this really old Lionel model train set mm-hmm. with like die cast trains, not the cheap plastic ones that had come out. Uh, I enjoyed that. But then there was another train set that came into play that on the commercial looked really cool. And it turned out to be the biggest piece of crap. Oh, no. Super, super turbo train, which was this train that could like, go up the wall. The track, you could build the track. So it went up on the wall. Uh-huh. And the train would run uh, perpendicular to the ground. And then it had a loop. And you're like, this is going to be the best thing ever. Uh-huh. And the train never stayed on the tracks. Of course not. But why? How can you build something like this? You are controlling the fastest train in the world, the most revolutionary machine on tracks, the incredible super turbo train. So fast it travels in scale beyond the speed of sound. So powerful it can do what no other train can do: race up a wall, defying gravity. Now the ultimate: you streak upside down through the giant loop. You turn out the lights, and you're in night glow, streamlining the darkness. <laughs> Take control of the fastest train in the world: super turbo train. Extreme light from Tycho. It's, uh, <laughs> Right there is a lie faster than the speed of sound. <laughs> this thing was not breaking the sound barrier. Yeah. Also, it shows the lights go out and the whole track glows and uh-huh. whatever stickers you had to put on there that would cause it to glow. It's like, what did, what did, how long did you charge that up in super <laughs> bright light? Did it smell like metal? You remember those race cars that people had? Yeah, because it had that trigger, the same that, kind of yeah. trigger that... that uh, Created the circuits for the mm-hmm. electricity, yes. It has such a great metal smell. Yeah. So that's a nice smell. Mm-hmm. It was those. You know, it's probably not a great smell, but it's associated with a with a fun time that I had with the guys that I hung out with, the boys that I hung out with, and they had race car tracks like that, and we would play. And anytime we played G.I. Joe's, they always made me be the bad guys because I was a girl. They didn't really want to play with me, probably. <laughs> yeah, there was always some kids though who wanted to be the bad guys. I'll be the bad guy. It's like, yeah. okay, what is that saying about you? What yeah. did you grow up to be? There were some real some some kids I used to play with turned in well, one in particular turned okay. to be a real creep. Yeah. And he would carry around dead fish in his pocket, so that kind of you know, pet fish would die. And then you put them in a plastic bag and carry them in his pocket. Mm. So they're warning signs. He probably liked the bad guys. The the Mega Man bad guys were cool. In Mega Man. Mega Man was the boring one. A lot of times the bad guys, Scissor Man. Yeah. Leaf Man. Yeah, they had interest that was that was an interesting <laughs> game. Um So, uh I was gonna say I liked those bad guys. Because I thought they were cool. Yeah. Well you're a creep. I guess I am. Turns out that I am a creep. Uh, but they got things like action figures. G.I. Joe, never interested in really playing with that. Yeah. Transformers were cool. And like you said, GoBots. Because it, did GoBots do the same thing? It's like transformed into a cheetah. A leopard. All I remember is like a Volkswagen Beetle looking one that turned <laughs> into something. <laughs> That's all that comes to mind with that. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Matchbox cars. I had some of those. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed mostly smashing them with a okay. hammer. Really? Yeah. Pretending they got in an accident. Wow. There was a cool Matchbox car car wash that <gasps> Ooh, I remember. Oh, yeah. And you spun dry the cars. Uh-huh. But they would fly out of the container. 
Well, any of those, like, um, yeah, th- those little sets, right? It had like a little foam roller it would roll under. Yeah, that uh-huh. was part of it. Uh huh. I remember that. So that stuff was fun. There you go. Um, so you have some good memories from your childhood. I had plenty of good memories. Mm, it doesn't sound like it. But, I just wasn't okay. uh, into toys so much. I was into reading and thinking about my feelings. I liked uh, <laughs> going down to the little playroom that we had and playing with the fake food, like the Fisher Price oh. kitchen that my sister had. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't really play with it. I was like looking, looking at it. Oh, um, when I would, uh, I don't remember why I was in there. I guess I was like volunteering or helping watch little kids at the church that I grew up with. Um, and they had a really great kitchen set that like, you know, you'd put stuff on the stove and it would sizzle, you know, or... It was like the microwave pretended to work. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved that. That's such strange stuff, though. I guess kids want to mimic adults. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I had that baby. I think I've, I talked about it before. It was like, turn me over. Turn me over. And all it said was, turn me over. It like it was supposed to say all these other things. But it mostly just said, turn me over. And then there was the one that pooped. I wanted that. Like oh. baby real or something. <laughs> Yeah, again, these things like here's responsibility that you're going to have when you're an adult. You're yeah. going to cook and you're oh, going to yeah. take care of a child. See, the reason why I think Let's I was start training you now. I, yes, I think the reason why I was into that kitchen set was because my mom never gave me um, like a play kitchen or I wanted those things like that stupid vacuum cleaner that had like those little tiny balls in it that would fly around when you would use it. You know, I wanted those things, but she didn't get it for me. And she told me it's because. I'm not going to get you those things to sort of teach you that this is fun or this is something that you need to be trained to do. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Start vacuuming now. Yeah. But I guess the lawnmower, that Fisher Price bubble lawnmower I brought up, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. But it's like you follow your dad around, though. It's like my dad does this. He right. mows the lawn. It is my duty as a male species to mow the lawn. I will also mow the lawn. Mm-hmm. And I ended up living in places that didn't have lawns. <laughs> I've never had a lawn. Yeah. Never? Even in the, the house in Cabbage Town? No, because yeah, it was, it was, just like a, a, that was uh, the back was where we parked because it was on Carroll Street uh-huh. uh, in Atlanta. And then there was like townhomes, old, those old townhomes mm-hmm. from like the early 1900s. And then Reinhardt Street was behind that and that had townhomes. And all the parking for everyone was in the back. Oh, okay. And it was, no. There was a little yard on the side. There was no grass to mow. Oh, okay. So it was a little landscaping, but I've never yeah. had Aww. mowing the lawn. I've never had my own lawn to mow. Did you mow the lawn at your house? I'm sure you, you or did your dad no, do my it? my dad's psycho. He loves doing it. He yeah. still, he enjoyed going out and doing yard work. And the few times I did mow the lawn, I, I don't think I did it the way he liked it. So. <laughs> I would mow other people's lawns for money. Oh, right. Okay. So I've mown, I've mowed lawns. Yeah. It was my job to mow the lawn. <laughs> so weird why was it self-propelled lawnmower what does that mean it was one so the wheels turned themselves and you just kind of guided it and you didn't actually have to push it yourself oh i mean i had to push it all right so it wasn't self-propelled i think i had to push it i would be sweating there's one time i came in and i was feeling nauseous you know like when you're working out really hard and then you feel like you have to puke and um it was just my dad that was home 
And I came in telling him, I don't feel bad. And he said, drink some water. And so I drank some water and immediately threw it up. <laughs> <laughs> but I listened to um, Green Day's Dookie. While I, that album on cassette while I mowed the lawn and I would sing so loud because, you know, the lawnmower is so loud. It doesn't matter. It'd be like screaming all the songs and know it, doing all the harmonies and stuff because there's a lot of harmony in that album. Yeah, I would mow lawns to save up money and I bought that go kart. See, it was something I liked. That's a yeah. toy in a way. Interesting. So you're. Yeah. And then the spoiled kid got the new. I bought a used go kart single seater then the spoiled kid got the brand new two seater go-kart uh, that was faster than mine his parents just bought it for him okay there you go it's like oh great i put in all the work and you just got this thing handed to you and it's better than mine but whatever i still took care of mine i painted it i bought different tires for it it's cool i liked being i i know it sounds strange i like being outside i had a pedal car when i was a kid that i enjoyed using i had a big wheel that i liked i had a roller racer Ooh. That I didn't use properly. Like the roller racer, you know what those are. Right? I think so, yeah. There was those small, low to the ground, red seat red, yeah. handles with roller skate wheels on them. Okay. And, and you could like slide around in them, right? You were supposed to sit on it uh-huh. and put your feet on the front handlebars and like turn it back and forth. Right, that's right. But I would just, I would sit on it on my knees uh-huh. and then push off the back. Yeah. So it could go a lot faster. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. I mean, I, I was outside. I, I I mean, I didn't stay inside constantly making my Barbies make out. I had my bike. I had my my trike. And then I had my bike that I had um, uh, training wheels on for way too long. Way, way, way too long. <laughs> How long? How old? I don't remember. I might have been like eight something way too old the across the streets the neighbors there was they were renting the house and it was a family and it was a bunch of girls and i made friends with them and they were like you shouldn't be on you shouldn't have uh you shouldn't have training wheels and so they made me take them off and then they taught me how to ride a bike (laughs) i'm surprised you didn't want the training wheels off yeah, I was like, no, I'm good. I want them on. Yeah, seeing the other kids your age or younger riding bikes without. I was like, I like them. Man, those first bikes were better. Like bikes that were for kids where you just, it was one gear and you would break by going Pressing back. back. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could skid. Yeah. Oh, I fell off that bike so many times. that um, Right, so we lived on the sort of the crest of a hill going down and right on the other side the top of the hill someone had spilled paint and then driven through it so there were these like spots of tire tread in this paint and i used to go down that hill and would weave between them and i fell so many times (laughs) i'd have to like hobble home crying i remember one neighbor i was on the other side of the neighborhood and i was like i had to schlep my bloody kneed self and my bike back home and he saw me and he's like are you okay yeah (laughs) that's part of it yep yeah so it was being outside or when i was inside i mostly preferred to watch cartoons or movies or play video games oh yeah so my like people like light brights i loved my light bright yeah i remember taking it apart that's something i like doing i would take things apart Mm -hmm. the light bright was a pretty simple machine it was just a socket with a light bulb (laughs) yeah and some black front yeah i took the black front off took the light bulb out it was plugged in though and then stuck a screwdriver in that socket and sparks flew everywhere scary 
Yeah, that's why you have fuse boxes. <laughs> Thanks, fuses. And then I like playing with things like a typewriter. I remember my dad had a typewriter. Oh, yeah. Especially those ones that have the weird little arms that would come up and they'd get stuck together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were so cool. So, yeah. A strange, mm-hmm. I guess, child. I had a talk boy. Still have a talk boy. Still have my talk boy. Yeah. That was the one featured in Home Alone too. <laughs> this is Mr. McAllister, <laughs> the father. Which we'll, we'll do a whole show on Home Alone 2 at some point. <gasps> we did one on yes. Home Alone. Oh, we have to wait until Christmas. Wasn't that our second show? I think so. Just a show on Home Alone. Oh, People were probably thinking, tuned. like, what the hell is this going to be? <laughs> well, if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> go listen to our Home Alone episode and see where it all began. Yeah. I mean, there's some good ones. Yeah. Most of them I'm not hungover. Uh, you feeling better? I feel like, th- is it working? You seem better. It took the edge off having uh, another drink, but I don't, it's fine. It is what it is. Uh, Yeah. I'm looking at my list here. Mm -hmm. That's it. All right. We've covered everything for me. I know there was probably a lot of other toys that I can't even think of. Definitely. I do think of like chemistry sets that had poison in them that they probably don't sell anymore. Yeah. I had a great chemistry set. Things that kids, whatever. I Mm -hmm. didn't die. I didn't burn myself. Let's go through them quick. Popples, I had a popple. I liked my pound puppy, a couple of them. (laughs) Uh, Cabbage Patch Kids, I was not into Cabbage Patch Kids. The only thing I was interested in was that little hospital in Georgia where they're like born. I always thought that that was really cool. But you liked Garbage Pail Kids? Uh, I was kind of into Garbage Pail Kids. The creepy movie? Oh, no, not that movie. That movie is... Is I can't I, I no yeah. <laughs> I don't like it exactly yeah um uh micro machines remember the, remember the guy talking about micro machines oh, <laughs> yeah. I had some micro machines mm-hmm. again what do you do with these there's only so much you can do it's like driving around I used them in making little movies oh you did yeah That's cool so they were props yeah I was like all right driving around I've got the micro machines aircraft carrier I'll store them in here great okay yeah done. Uh, Wuzzles. Do you remember the Wuzzles? They were like mixtures of animals. Um, I, yes. Yeah. I think. I had the like kangaroo elephant. (laughs) Dragon. (laughs) Um, uh, Game Boy Atari. Oh, Viewmaster. But they were 3D. Yeah. NES, of course. Magic 8-Ball. Mr. Potato Head, who cares? Slip Magic 8-Ball, I just wanted to break it open. You did? I wanted to see what was inside of it. Oh, Etch-A-Sketch, whatever. That's kind of older, <coughs> right? Did Etch-A-Sketch come out when we were... Etch-A-Sketch, I wanted to break it open. Yeah, again. And see what was inside yeah, of it. Yeah, what is that little what, that little dot that makes the Etch-A-Sketch go around? It's two arms. And then it's the yeah. powder that they use. The Powder. I can't remember what kind of powder it is but um yeah that was something i would do i'd take things apart i had a snork remember the snorks mm-hmm. i had, I loved my little snork you had it all i had a oh besides my barbies i had a a gem you know like gem and the rockets or whatever my and gem was huge mm-hmm. compared to barbie and it was hard to play with her with them because she was so gigantic i remember gem i would watch gem the cartoon yeah it was cool I think that's it. That's all I got. Okay, there it is. All right. Thanks. Now it's time to come back to reality. 
Ah, oh, let's 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 open the door back to our real life. Okay. Okay, here we go. Thanks for listening, everybody. Like and subscribe, rate and review. Go check out our sponsor, hoffandpepper.com. They sell hot sauce. It's really good. Use our code ONETOPIC15. Mwah! Hey, Greg. Hey, Autumn. Do you like hot sauce? You know, I do like hot sauce, but I'm getting pretty bored of my regular Texas Peter Tabasco. I'm looking for a local sauce without Mm. any additives or extracts, a company that uses local peppers so it's as fresh as possible, and a company that really cares about the integrity of the sauce and where their ingredients come from. Definitely. And hey, while we're at it, I don't want a sauce with too many ingredients. Mm -mm. You know, a lot of other sauces out there, they have all kinds of fillers. So I'd love to find a sauce with, I don't know, what, let's say no more than five ingredients. I mean, it's crazy, but there's got to be a company out there that hand processes their sauce. You know, bottling and labeling every bottle themselves. I'm probably asking a lot. Well, you really are, but there is a hot sauce out there who only uses five ingredients. What? zero fillers, additives, or extracts, and who bottles, labels, and packages everything themselves. It's called Hoff Sauce. What? They're a small batch hot sauce company out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's won best Louisiana-style sauce in the country. How many times? Not once, not twice, three times. Three times! How does that sound, Greg? I think that sounds amazing. You know how you can get your own bottle of no, hot sauce? No, no. Tell me, please, now. Hoffandpepper.com. And not only am I giving you the gift of the best hot sauce that you'll ever taste, I'm going to give you 15% off if you use the code One Topic 15 Hold on. That's... Yes. Get a pen and paper. One Topic 15 Good. That's O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-1-5. All squished together at checkout. You'll get 15% off your order and your life will be better. Thank you. You're welcome. Welcome.